0: you plan for a successful retirement, and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group.
1: Well, welcome. Yeah, uh, like the big guy uh, just told you a minute ago. The name of the show is uh, the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. We're here each and every Saturday and Sunday uh, at one o'clock. Uh, Elder law attorney Phil George with us. You know, yeah. you're always you always get busy right. on Saturdays and Sundays at yeah, one o'clock.
2: Exactly right. But don't listen, know.
1: don't worry about us because yeah. you know if there's a if there's a, a game going on, we, sure. we we've got TVs in the
2: absolutely well you know and and yeah and for those folks out there of course we'll talk about this a little bit more we have podcasts so they can always listen to us whenever they want
1: so if you have to leave us here in the next few minutes it's okay understood Uh, because we are we're we're all recorded up and uh, ready to go anyway uh, if you have uh, a topic, if you got a question, uh, Phil, we'd like to answer it at mm-hmm. uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Once again, radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can always call Phil, 360-746-7169. We talk about aging because that's yeah. uh, you know that's pretty much on all of us. We're a- all aging. It's happening to everybody, right? But just about anything that encompasses that yes. uh, totally fair game here. What, uh, what do we have on our plate Oh, man, we've
2: got some good ones. So I had really good questions come in this week. The first one is help. I'm worried that my mom hasn't done any planning. Mm -hmm. Second one is, what is the difference between traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage? Mm. Third one is, I can't get my husband to go to the doctor. What can I do? Mm -hmm. And then finally, and you know what's my favorite segment, the wrap-up.
1: Okay, Wrap-up. When we talk about everything Everything we've already already
2: talked about. about. But maybe put a little bit of a different spin on
1: it. Yeah. Our, our first question today says, uh, my husband and I love listening to your show. Ah, nice. Right. Nice. Another and, nickel. Uh, yeah. Two and for nickels. those that don't know, every new listener, we get a shiny new nickel, Man. which means uh, pro- probably we're going to have a whole bunch of pocket change. Exactly. Uh, we should get time. some gum. Anyway, so they love listening to the show. I hope you can ha- uh, answer my question. Uh, this person's an only child. My dad passed away about 10 years ago. My mom just turned 82. and She's starting to really show her age. She's uh, getting a little bit forgetful. She's had a couple of falls in the last six months. And when I talk to her about what uh, she wants to do, uh, all she says is just want to stay in my home so I asked her do you have any legal documents and she said I don't want to think about that uh-huh. okay uh, my concern is she won't be able to stay in her home by herself uh, for much longer and without having any kind of documents uh, I don't know what this would mean for me trying to get her some help uh, I'm also a little worried that my mom never went through probate when my dad died this person wants to know what should I do how can I unravel this mess and what kind of planning should we do to get my mom's uh, potential income capacity set up when she passes or or and when she passes away so man what a pickle huh yeah man oh boy okay so daughter da- and daughter's right and asking the
2: right questions yeah. right this is this is something that the daughter should be thinking about but the daughter's thinking to herself man oh man you know my mom's starting to get a little bit older she's uh you know maybe in a position where she won't be able to stay at home much longer by herself especially if she's having trouble remembering things and falling and all that kind of good stuff and and so what do I do? You know, I tried to talk mm-hmm. to my mom. My mom kind of rebuffed me. And now, uh, you yeah, know, now I'm stuck. Uh, if I'm going to be the one that's going to be a primary helper at that mm-hmm. point, where do I even start? What it's do a I do? It's total, total legitimate concern for the daughter, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely it is. Because, um, I mean, and folks face it, when you make your legal documents, you're not doing them for yourself. And so this person, this mom she wouldn't be making legal documents for herself she'd be making legal documents so that uh, she can reduce the amount of burden on mm-hmm. her daughter right her daughter's going to be the one that is pushing the buttons and pulling the levers if mom ends up in the hospital or or mom ends up in a position where she has to go to a rehab facility or something along those lines and so I think that the daughter reaching out and asking these kind of questions is is totally reasonable because the daughter shes has to worry about. You know the all sorts of things. Is there enough money to cover things? If there's not enough money, is the daughter going to have to step in and help mom cover
1: bills? What mm-hmm. does that look like for the daughter and her family? If uh, if a mom wants to stay in her own home, make sure the home's right. Make sure she's Absolutely. physically capable of that. all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And
2: and then, then the emotional burden of it too, right? Taking care of your loved one, being put in a position where you have to be a physical caregiver for a mm-hmm. loved one. Is a huge emotional and physical drain, and yeah. it's something that you know you don't want to walk into lightly. So, man, asking these
1: questions, is I've idea. uh, I got a question for you, but I think I know the answer. Uh, sure. uh I don't think it's going to be depends because uh-huh. you like to use that a lot as a fallback. But I do. If That's I were to ask you favorites. how important yeah. is it to get the planning done, what it's, would you say? Oh, it's, don't it's you say so depends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's. it's <laughs> we're critical, still open that? for that kind of sponsorship, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is critical. This is the kind of planning, especially if you see your parents starting to decline like this, this is something that you really need to get in and start doing and start thinking about. It's never too late to get your planning done as long as you have the mental capacity to do so. Mm-hmm. And so getting in, getting the planning done is incredibly, incredibly important.
1: And if it's not done, what happens? Boy. Man, I tell
2: you what—if there's no planning done, and all of a sudden now, mom, let's say mom does slip and mom hits her head, and now mom can't make decisions for herself mm-hmm. anymore, the daughter's really got a rough road. The daughter's got to go and get a guardianship over mom before she can make any kind of financial or healthcare decisions for mm-hmm. her mom. Uh, that and that's an awful process. We're talking about you know thousands of dollars and six months in court to go yeah. through that process. Uh, there's all the chaos that surrounds that. You know, we don't know a lot if there's other cousins or maybe mom has siblings or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. once you start entering a realm where now you have to go to court to have somebody adjudicated, incapacitated, Mm -hmm. chaos ensues, right? Mom gets upset. The daughter is stressed out. Somebody has to pay for all of this, and it's probably going to be the daughter initially.
1: Well, I was looking at the uh, original email. She's an only child, so there's no siblings to deal with, but there may be... Absolutely. Cousins and, Absolutely. and her mom's who, siblings. Who
2: Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. So other other family members, yeah. and that leads to fight. Absolutely, tons it? of different fighting. Yeah. And
2: and you know what the end of this is? If mom hasn't done any legal documents, and mom passes away, then you've got a probate looming without any kind of will that's going to help you go through it, and that ends. It adds to more and more chaos, and mm-hmm. so this whole situation can go south really, really fast. Well, mom wants to stay at home. So
1: what's, um, I mean, is there anything you can do to make sure that happens?
2: Absolutely, right? So mom wants to stay at home. um, And I think that that's probably the best way for the daughter to approach this. Hey, mom, if you want to stay at home, we got to do some preliminary planning so yeah. that we can make this at least possible. And so what you have to do is it starts with the housing, right? If if mom wants to stay home, it has to be possible for mom to stay home. And I, I harp on this all the time. right? One of the best ways to find that out is to do the exact same thing the doctors do. If you end up going to the doctor because you've had a stroke or you've had a fall or anything like that, the first thing the doctors are going to do is they're going to send an occupational therapist out mm-hmm. to your house. The occupational therapist they'll measure every hallway and doorway they'll check your your home for stairs they'll see what what floor your bedroom is on and all that kind of stuff <clears throat> and then they'll come back to the doctor with a report mm-hmm. and if your home isn't safe enough well then the doctor won't let you come home and so if you know that ahead of time that the doctor is going to do that and you do because now I just told you mm-hmm. uh, you know why wouldn't you hire an occupational therapist yourself first it's 150 to 200 bucks they go out to your house and they'll let you know is your home age friendly? If it's not, this is what it would take to get it in shape. Mm-hmm. And then you get to make a decision. Do I have enough in finances or or, or mechanical wherewithal to make these changes? Uh, or is it just not possible to make my home age-friendly? And now I've got to look at uh, other housing options and be okay. realistic about it. So you can. Housing ends up being a huge deal here. After housing, immediately following housing is getting your legal documents in order, Right. Don't put your daughter in a position where she's going to have to go through probate or through a guardianship or or probate, really. But get your powers of attorney done. Get your mental health advance directives done. Get your living wills done. Get your health power of attorney done. get Get your documents set up so that if you can't make decisions for yourself or if you can't verbalize your mm-hmm. decisions – your daughter can step in and do work on your behalf without having to give up her whole life to do it. Yeah, And then finally, tie a nice, neat ribbon around it. If you're going to own real estate, put your home, put your stuff inside of a revocable living trust so that when you do pass... Your daughter's not going to have to then go through probate mm-hmm. and pay thousands again in more legal fees. So get this planning done, yeah. and and yeah, put your daughter in a good position as opposed to a bad one. Uh,
1: she mentioned that uh, mom didn't, or she didn't think that her yeah. dad, you know, had gone through probate and all that. Yeah. What about that? What, the, uh, sh- what this should is, they do? And
2: this is one of those things, right? We've we've talked about that on yeah. the show a lot too. And and we get this. People come up to me after a, after I give one of my big talks out there in the public, and they say, "Well, my husband passed away ten years ago, and and uh, I never had to go." through probate and you know we'll look into it and lo and behold uh, you should have because his name's still on the home yeah I was gonna say his you name know, might be on the title exactly of the home right.
1: and you're gonna have to go, through probate, have to go, go dad, through probate for dad right for dad okay. and if
2: mom passes away and dad's name is still on the home you'll have to go through a double probate to get mom and dad's name mm-hmm. off the home so you can take care of this stuff ahead of time the best thing this these people can do is to really start this planning Okay. Come in, make an appointment, a free initial consultation. Nice. And I'll talk to you about this. Uh,
1: we'll give you the number here in just a second. Um, so... Dad and probate, will yeah. deal with that. Uh, yeah. What about mom? At least we can yeah. we can start planning the legal documents now, Absolutely. right? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, it, the, the whole thing needs to get moving,
1: right? Okay. And it, what, it, what's the best thing for mom, probably?
2: Uh, mom needs to call. Mom needs yeah. to call, come in, make an appointment, bring all this stuff in, start the planning, get the would legal a, documents Would a trust order.
1: be a good idea? Absolutely. Okay.
2: Yeah. But there, there's so much going on here. You kind of have to sit everybody down at the same table, yeah. wrap your arms around the whole thing, and then map out a plan. Um, One of the big things, probably one of the biggest things about being a a good uh, elder law and estate planning attorney is you become a project manager for folks. Okay, this is where we want to get. These are the steps we have to take to get Mm -hmm. there, and, and this is the order we have to take them in.
1: Okay. Uh, Just give uh, Phil a call at uh, 360-746-7169 if you have a a similar situation, or you can email him at radio at safeharborlegal.com. What do you want to talk about next? Next, we're going to talk about traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage. That's coming up next on the Aging Hour here on KGMI.
0: Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire.
3: Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
2: Hello folks, this is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. You know me as the host of the Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I want to let you know that I will be having a live seminar at the Ferndale Senior Center at 1 p.m. on Tuesday, November 7th. Isn't it time to give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan? Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if something should happen to you. Learn more by joining me for a free live seminar at 1 p.m. on Tuesday, November 7th at the Ferndale Senior Center on Cherry Street. Come out, get your questions answered, and learn how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169.
3: How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses being forced from your home or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Back on the
1: Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I always yeah. tell you that uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions is powered by Phil George, Elder Law Attorney Counselor at Law. I'm Bill Davis. Uh, we're basically here to, you know, answer questions about uh, about aging and stuff like that. Sure, all provide, kinds of
2: stuff. Provide a little light entertainment along the way, but yeah, we want to give you an idea of what your options are for uh-huh. aging. You know, and I, I say this all the time. Studies show that seventy percent of retirement plans fail when families need them the most. And and my mission when it comes to this radio show and talking out in the community and, and and even with with my business is to give people a way to think about retirement differently. Mm-hmm. So if you can plan differently, then you can be part of the people that actually succeed when their families mm-hmm. need those plans the most. And
1: if you've uh, got a question or a topic, uh, here's the email address: radio at safeharborlegal dot com. Mm-hmm. Radio at safeharborlegal dot com. All right, our next uh, email question. Let's see. My wife and I turn. Yeah. Uh, or they turned 65 next mm-hmm. summer are getting on medicare yep. congratulations to you because i did that a few years ago yes. and remember i broke my leg like six months after uh, that yeah. and yes. suddenly i liked socialized oh, you're, medicine
2: you're like, oh, well fantastic. seriously because my
1: uh my eob yeah. was something like three hundred thousand. it was all over and i think yeah. my out of pocket was yeah. less than 400 yes yeah. it, it was in
2: yeah and you, yeah you're lucky you didn't break your leg a year earlier Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, that would have been trouble. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, we have uh, been getting all sorts of information in the mail. Oh, yeah, about uh, traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage. I get information about Part A and Part B and Part D. And to be honest, I'm totally confused. Yeah, I was too. You know, Mm -hmm. Lisa used to be in the insurance business. I was lucky I had her (laughs) at my side because she explained all this to me. Can you help me understand how Medicare works and what's the difference between traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage? Yeah.
2: Well, this is something that people see, you know, when people start getting on to when people get within about a year their 65th birthday all of a sudden you start getting a lot of different stuff in the mail yeah you know jump on medicare advantage and 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 big pamphlets on this is what medicare does you and you got those silly tv ads silly tv ads yeah. and people with great mustaches and all that kind of stuff and one of the things you have to realize is you're looking at all that information that's coming in you're only getting advertisements from medicare advantage plans mm-hmm. it's actually illegal for uh, for traditional medicare to do any kind of of advertising so yeah. Any advertising you're seeing out there is for Medicare Advantage, and so take all of that kind of with a a little bit of a grain of salt. Yeah,
1: okay. Uh, Medicare, so let's start with that. Uh, When can you start Medicare? Absolutely, so
2: Medicare, just go right from the beginning, right? Medicare is one of those, uh, it's health insurance, Mm -hmm. right? What it does is it helps people cover physical health issues, uh, can cover up to about 100 days of long-term care. Uh, it has a lot of moving parts in it, right? This person kind of talked about that a little bit. It's like alphabet soup, right? Mm-hmm. You got parts A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right. all that kind of stuff. Uh, for the most part, to answer your question, you got to be 65 to get on Medicare. Now there are some some conditions where you can get on Medicare early. So mm-hmm. if you have some kind of uh, uh, and I, I forget what it is exactly. Some kind of kidney condition is one of them. But if you have life-threatening conditions, there are a few of them that will allow you to actually get on to Medicare early. Yeah. But for the most part, you can't sign up until uh, the three-month period before your birthday, your birthday, and then the three-month period after your birthday.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So traditional uh, Medicare. You want to go through the alphabet soup for me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Uh, so uh, traditional Medicare. Uh, we've got Part A and Part B. Uh, we've also got Part D and any kind of mitigated a uh, metagap policy, yeah, and so
1: the A and B take care of most of it, right? Well, that's, let's see. Uh, I'm thinking part A was because um, I can uh, denote yeah. this from experience. Sure, sure. Uh, hospitalization yep. uh, costs Absolutely. and all that. Yep. There's there's also something about being admitted. Uh, yes. You know, get, we'll get into that in a, yep. in a second because that was my problem, whether I yeah. was in for observation or yep. being admitted. Well, anyway, uh, uh, it uh, helps you with doctor bills, yep. medical expenses, yep. all that kind of stuff. Yep. Hospice care as well? Uh, yes, it yep. pays for some hospice care. What about care, home health?
2: Some home health it pays for. Okay. Uh, and for most people, uh, the zero cost cost now you have to have um in order to get zero cost part a you have to have uh uh, worked for a certain number of years, right. or have a, a work record for a certain number of years, or uh, your your spouse has mm-hmm. to have had that work record for another a number of years. And if you yeah. don't, then you're going to end up paying for your Part A. Uh,
1: so that's Part A. Uh, mm-hmm. Part B. Part. Let's B. go over
2: that. So Part B covers. Uh, so if Part A covers basically the the hospitalization costs mm-hmm. and the doctor's expenses like lab tests and things like that, yeah. Part B covers medically necessary surfaces services. Mm-hmm. So uh, supplies to diagnose and treat conditions, uh, healthcare to prevent illness, that kind of stuff, yeah. and Part B is the one that you see come out of your Social Security check right. every month. So yeah. right now, I think it's about 170 bucks or so that mm-hmm. Part B ends up coming out of your, yeah, comes out of your
1: Social Security. Yeah, check you every just got to figure your Social Security check is gonna is gonna be hit for about you know 170 because exactly. that's what mine is. Yeah, uh, is and there's also some you know there's some different stuff as far as income. Yeah, you know, like we we had yeah. we had a substantial income yes. a couple of years ago from yeah. inheritance and the, and my Medicare cost went up. little bit uh for i think it's like two years previous on your taxes but then it goes down next year so there's all that kind of stuff you gotta deal with i call it a supplement but Mm -hmm. everybody else calls it a medicap policy
2: right and so the the idea is that part a and part b only cover about 80 percent of your total Mm -hmm. medical bill and like you were saying with your fracture if your total medical bill is you know three hundred thousand dollars Twenty percent of that sixty thousand bucks, yeah. And so, how do you cover that? And that's where you get into one of these Medigap policies, where yeah. you go out and you have to purchase something additional. This is where you talk about plan. Uh, plan There's a F, lot of a G, lot of alphabet soup there, all the way back, you know, yeah. and all this kind of stuff, and each one's different. And I believe that they change every year they too. They do, uh, and so I, I, right now I want to say that the Cadillac Plan is Plan G. Uh, mm-hmm. Plan F has been grandfathered away, but Plan G is now the Cadillac Plan. It's still a great plan. It only costs, I think, last time I looked, about 130, 140 mm-hmm. bucks a month. Yeah, um, and it gives you fantastic coverage. But that's really what Meta Gap does is it fills in the the blank there, uh, fills in that that, that and,
1: whole area. And by the way, the twenty percent can add up fast. Like I told you, yeah. the uh, you know the, the three hundred thousand for me that would have been what fifteen thousand right and then when i went through all the heart stuff yeah you have the bypass the aneurysm and all that my expenses went in excess of half a million dollars, God, can't even, do yeah. the math on that and right. you figure out what twenty percent oh, of that is. Absolutely, that's over hundred grand right and there. And once that's again, just unreal. I have uh, <clears throat> I have paid I think about two hundred, three hundred dollars. Uh, so the so the yeah. Medigap plan mm-hmm. that I have and right. Medicare and A and B and all that so is actually works well for me. Yeah. But some people think about Medicare Advantage. They do. Don't they?
2: they do. And well, I, I'd be remiss also if I didn't mention that there's also a Part D. You oh, have to that's think a, about too. prescription care. Exactly yeah, you, right.
1: And you have to have have, that, I have think. to have it yeah. well if if you don't
2: you'll get penalized when you go back to it and sooner yeah. or later everybody needs prescription care mm-hmm. and so the idea if if medic traditional medicare kind of has all these different pieces a and b and medigap and d and all that kind of stuff think of medicare advantage sometimes it's called part c it's kind of an omnibus right it's it it bundles everything together it's mm-hmm. your part a part b uh, it's your Medigap policy. It's usually your um,
1: your prescription drug policy and Doesn't Medicare Advantage. Also, uh, they, they talk about uh, dental yeah. and you and know which is and- not dental vision, which is not right. available with exactly. Medicare. Exactly,
2: not not available with traditional Medicare. Right. Medicare Advantage will bundle all of these things together. And sure. so with whereas with traditional Medicare you might be paying out uh, a couple of different to a couple of different people every month. Mm-hmm. With Medicare Advantage you'll make one payment every month to the insurance company and then yeah. they kind of cover And sometimes
1: it can, it can be lower and sometimes yeah. it can work for everybody, yeah. but you, you gotta you, there's also in-network, out-of-network and right. there's all kinds well, of things And, and to that
2: it. is, you know, there are there are pros and cons to both of them, right? Yeah. So if you got if you've got traditional Medicare mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the primary benefit for traditional Medicare, and there are a couple of them but the primary ones are you have uh, the most freedom to choose which doctor you want to mm-hmm. see or which kind of specialist because for the most part those uh, you don't have to, to get a referral to those people. Um, and and to be quite honest, they, they have more coverage. A lot mm-hmm. of them have, have more coverage. And so especially with a, a Part G or something like that, there's coverage. Now, the, the downside is that it is more expensive mm-hmm. than some of these Medicare Advantage plans. And it's yeah. clunky, like we were talking about. It's got right. the different parts. Medicare Advantage, the reason why a lot of people like that is because especially if you turn 65 and you're healthy and you think to yourself, well, heck, I never see my doctor anyhow, you can get a Medicare Advantage plan that's basically zero premium. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it's going to have a high deductible, right? Yeah. So if you end up in a position where you know you, you break your leg or something like that and you got an Advantage plan, you're going to be paying a lot more than a couple hundred bucks for it. Yeah. Um, but for, for a lot of people, that ends up being a good thing. Now, what you have to be real careful of is that if you... So for a person with a, a you know a chronic issue or, or big health concerns and that kind of thing, I've always thought that traditional Medicare was better. It was going to give you better coverage, whereas Medicare Advantage is a little bit less expensive. You have to be careful. If you turn 65 and choose Medicare Advantage, and then a couple of years later you develop something you, you come down with cancer or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Uh, at that point, uh, you might not be able to go back and switch right. to medic, traditional Medicare because yeah. you only get to sign up for traditional Medicare without having the doctor's appointments and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Once after that, uh, existing conditions can kind of uh, mess
1: you up. Pro- probably the best thing to do, uh, to suss all this out. Cause I was confused. I'd like yeah. to, you know, that I had oh, Lisa yeah. to figure it out, but also, soup. uh, somebody who, um, is part of our community connection, yeah. uh, Show here. Yeah. I know that uh, Marcia the Neal vibrant. over got, yeah. uh, they just recently changed their name. Guided Solutions now. Are they really? Uh, yeah, they used to be Vibrant USA. Yeah. Now they're Guided Solutions. Uh, they're Medicare specialists, so you know you can call somebody uh, yeah. like them. Absolutely, uh, and and they can walk you through. Yeah, and they'll figure yeah. out what's best and for you. And that's
2: probably um, we'd probably be remiss in, in leaving out that they are even if you've got a plan right now and you just think to yourself, well, my health has changed recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be it would be a good idea to reach out to somebody like Marcia then too, yeah. just to make sure that your your current plan is the one that's best for you
1: uh if you want to call phil and uh, talk about this or uh set up an appointment free consultation or uh, you know just a suggestion for a a topic for an upcoming show 360-746-7169 you can also email the show radio at safeharborlegal.com so what do you want to talk about next (laughs) this lady's having trouble getting her husband to the doctor we're gonna see if we can help her we're gonna put on our dr phil hat that next the aging hour continues on kgmi
4: Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right, a will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you wanna learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
2: Hello folks, this is Elder Law Attorney Phil George. You know me as the host of the Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I want to let you know that I will be having a live seminar at the Ferndale Senior Center at 1 p.m. on Tuesday, November 7th. Isn't it time to give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan? Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid death taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family of something should happen to you. Learn more by joining me for a free live seminar at 1 p.m. on Tuesday, November 7th at the Ferndale Senior Center on Cherry Street. Come out, get your questions answered, and learn how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169.
3: Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the US are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Back on the Aging
1: Hour, all powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Bill Davis here, along with my good friend Phil George, elder law attorney and a counselor uh, at law. Mm-hmm. I know that you always encourage uh, people to share this show Absolutely. with friends.
2: Well, you know, we... we the purpose of this show is to really help people think about planning in a different way and so I know you know as you're listening to this in your car or or in your shop as you're working on something and you hear something that you know just really kind of rings a bell the best way to share this with your friends is to well go to my website safeharborlegal.com scroll down a little bit and you can actually download podcasts mm-hmm. of the radio show you can share them with just about anybody out there uh, you can search by keyword and again I was disappointed to find out that turd wasn't a keyword so we can't can't look <laughs> that up but his favorite words. It's, it's one of them. It's one of them. Nah. But you know, there are all sorts of other words you can search for, like Medicare, Medicaid, probate, trust wills, all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. You can then you can find those episodes that interest you and you can share them with your family and friends. And it's a it's a good way to go back and listen to the aging hour on your time.
1: Okay, so go to safeharborlegal.com. Scroll down just a little bit. We're right down. there. Gotcha. Yep. Next email question here is hoping is, uh, we're hoping that you can help us. My husband and I are retired. We're in our 70s. We've got three kids who live around the country, and we have a beautiful home here in Anacortes. Good mm-hmm. for you. Lately, I've been starting to get a bit worried about my husband. His doctor retired about four years ago. He hasn't found a new doctor yet. I tried to talk to him about it, and he just kind of goes, Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. don't, don't, That sounds like me and Lisa.
4: Lisa, you know, Lisa says,
1: "Well, are you going?" I "I don't don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it." Anyway, uh, both of his parents had dementia, so I think he's very worried about what a doctor might tell him. I understand his fears, but I don't want. I don't want something that might be preventable to sneak up on us because he just wants to keep his head in the sand. What can I do here? How can I get my husband to go see a doctor? Right, and so this is. This is such an it's incredibly difficult. common question.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, men are so stubborn when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yep. A lot of times we figure, you know what? It's just better off not knowing. If, I, if I don't know, it won't happen. Exactly, but yeah. I, I'm and just going to keel over usually. one day. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And so it does. It becomes incredibly difficult. And I know that I was dealing with uh, <clears throat> this guy. It sounds like it might be something similar, but I was dealing with uh, a client of mine. They'd been seeing their doctor, um, a doctor retired, and, and the relationship uh, Prior to that, in the two years or so before the doctor retired, was basically just my client walking into the doctor's office. The doctor, you know, giving him a high five, saying, "Hey, how you feeling?" And then they would talk about football. And then <laughs> <laughs> half an hour later, he'd walk back out. He says, "I'm no, fine." Exactly. He never yeah. took any tests. I'm fit okay. as a fiddle. My doctor doesn't want to do anything, you know. And so he was very hesitant to find another another doctor. Sure. Uh, then later on, and so uh, yeah, this this kind of stuff happens well, all the time. Okay.
1: Obviously, yeah. The wife. Can force him to go to the doctor, right? <laughs> right. Well,
2: you know, my wife could right? probably force me to do it. No, it's America. You okay, you don't. Know, you can't somebody somebody do, that. To do okay.
1: that. Right? You can't right. say, "Get your butt to the doctor, mm-hmm. you jerk." Um, well, what about? Uh, you know, we talk about capacity. Yeah, is that something she needs as, well, to start as, like an as,
2: as and she didn't say anything here about her husband. You know, having you know, well, dementia was in the think. family, exactly, and right.
1: he's not showing
2: that right, right. now. But if you, you know, if you do think, if you have the loved one and you do think that they are, you know, they lost the ability to make decisions and that kind of thing, one Mm -hmm. of the things you can do is you can actually force them to, to go through and get a guardianship and then you can be the one to absolutely make medical decisions on their behalf. but. Getting a guardianship, man. Okay, so
1: let's talk about that process. Yeah. It's it can be kind of tough, right?
2: It yeah. really, really is. So basically, a guardianship is is you is a court saying that a person is is incapacitated. So it's a court process. Mm-hmm. Uh, so attorneys are involved. You have to go in front of a judge. And really, what you do is you file a petition saying, you know what, my my wife is has lost her marbles. Uh, she yeah. should be incapacitated, and I want to be the one to be able to make healthcare and financial decisions for. So then the, the judge then looks at that and and appoints uh, someone to go in and do some investigating. They have mm-hmm. a certain period of time to do that. And then basically that investigation comes back and gives the judge the information. Everybody gets back in the courtroom. The judge makes her determination. The whole process can take six months and can cost thousands and thousands of dollars. So this well, whole thing is yeah.
1: way better to try to it, avoid. It's money. It's time. Yeah. And yeah. It, uh, it's just like you said, it's, it's a bit of a mess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if the dad, I'm sorry, if the husband... Uh, um, has capacity. Right. Is there something she can do?
2: Well, this is where we're going to put on our Doctor Phil hat, right? Okay. So
1: I think you got to just buck
2: up and yeah. and yeah and just it's sit down together exactly and right. figure it out. And that's really it, yeah. you know. If if you're worried about this, you got to sit down and and have a talk with him, and see what he says. And you know, maybe it's time to bring some other family members into this. If you got kids or something like that, uh, maybe it's time for a little uh, dad intervention, saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time for you to go in and see your doctor. It's been too long now. Let's, let's, you know, I don't think anything's wrong, but it's best to know if something's Mm -hmm. going to be coming down the pike. And so, you know, let's do this. Let's get the family involved and any kind of planning you can do, right? Once you, once you know something and I, and I can't stress this enough, getting a bad diagnosis, I understand it's a bad thing and and it hurts and it takes people a long time to, to you know accept it and and try to move with it but getting that diagnosis is allows you then to really affect a lot of positive change mm-hmm. and put yourself and your family in a position to really to really cope with it in a much much better way than again just kind of sticking your head in the sand and mm-hmm. saying oh if i don't know about it it doesn't exist so yeah.
1: well it's going to make a huge difference for yeah. them especially if they start planning early right oh, absolutely oh. you can do all sorts of things
2: if you get your planning done early then you can cover long term care costs you can put your family in a position where you know they've 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 worked through their their grief and their issues about mm-hmm. it and you've worked through your grief and issues about it you can, you know, you can make sure your spouse doesn't have to go and get a guardianship, like mm-hmm. we were just talking about. You can, you can make it so, you know, you can tell your wife what you want to have happen. You so know, you can take some of the decision making out of her hands if she ever had to make those decisions for you. You can make sure that she doesn't have to go through probate when you pass away, right? right? Which is a huge one, and so you can do all this kind of different stuff. Um, and a lot of this, too, is if you know about it earlier, there's lots of these doctors can do to slow down the progression of these different diseases, whether it's Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or anything like that, mm-hmm. cancers, all those types of things. The earlier you get in and find that stuff, the better off you're going to be, the better we, off your
1: family is. You know, we is. talk about breast cancer, which happened to yeah. my younger sister, um, yeah. early detection, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the key. Okay. So um, what kind of, let's go sure. over the um, the items they ought to be yeah. uh, thinking about planning, what they're yeah.
2: doing. And so, and, and, and we talk about this all the time, right? The pillars are health and housing and finances and legal and 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 your family dynamic and if you're really if you've received a diagnosis like this you really have time and you have a chance to affect a lot of positive change for your family and so specifically with health you're probably thinking well you know the guy's already got a bad diagnosis potentially what could you possibly do well there are all sorts of things you can do like we just talked about mm-hmm. if you get that kind of bad diagnosis what that does is it allows you to work with your doctor and and try to kind of slow down the progression of the disease disease. It allows you to maybe work with some good naturopathic doctors out there, as I got to tell you. um, And I used to be a guy that was real skeptical of naturopathic doctors. But there's been far too many times I've seen people have just miraculous results from a good naturopath. And I don't know if it's the placebo effect or not, but it works. And Mm. so if you give yourself enough time, then you can work through all of these different options and, and, and you can come out to a, you know, a a better health conclusion. Mm -hmm. Housing, like we talked a couple of segments ago, you know, you want to make sure that your home is safe enough for you to come back to. And so you hire an occupational therapist. They come out to your house, they measure the hallways and doorways and they count the stairs. They let you know what you'd have to do to make your home age friendly. And then, you know, at that point, you and your wife can look at each other and you can say either that makes sense, we can afford that, or, you know, this isn't going to be feasible. And so we're going to have to find a different place to live if... if. You know, dad's going to be part of, of, you know, living at the house.
1: And always uh, important, the money. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And we talk about this, right? When well, money's not the end-all be-all that people mm-hmm. think think it is. People think that having the biggest pile of money in the world is is going to be the, this magical golden silver bullet where they're never going to have a bad thing happen to them again. And that's not the case. A lot of times, the more money you have, the more problems you do have. Um, but knowing how to use your money wisely, not just having a big pile of money, but giving your family experience explicit directions on how to use that money wisely so that they're not having to run around like chickens with their heads cut off they've got a plan in place so that they know where to go, they know what to do they can bring the professionals in to take care of you and use well, that money
1: wisely. Well, let's talk about the professionals because there's going to be some legal stuff they're going to have to do. They Absolutely. could uh, call you Absolutely, make an initial free appointment well, at uh, yeah. 360-746-7169 mm-hmm. mainly because you can you can advise them on what kind Absolutely. of legal documents they need Well,
2: and, and above and beyond that, right and I know that obviously I'm an attorney, but but uh, one of the things that we really take a lot of pride in in my law office is talking to people about more than just their legal documents, mm-hmm. right? Walking through the health and housing finances, walking through the family dynamic with them to really make a cohesive plan. And and if you want to be part of the the group, part of the 30% whose plans actually succeed in retirement. That's one of the things you got to do. You have to think about more than just legal documents. Legal documents are incredibly important, but you have to put them in context with the other things, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you want to make that a free appointment, you can also email Phil, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Uh, coming up, uh, we, we call it the uh, Reader's Digest version huh? of the Aging uh, Hours. Uh, we're going to talk about everything we've already talked about, except right. in much simpler form. <laughs> That's coming up uh, next uh, uh, on KGMI.
0: Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each
4: attorney you hire isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order you've been putting it off and putting it off but did you know more than 70 percent of retirement plans fail when families need the most don't let your family be one of the 70 percent let safe harbor legal solutions help safe harbor legal solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family that means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes No being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
2: Hello, folks. This is elder law attorney Phil George. You know me as the host of the Aging Hour right here on KGMI every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I want to let you know that I will be having a live seminar at the Ferndale Senior Center at 1 p.m. on Tuesday, November 7th. Isn't it time to give your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan? Do you want to make sure your family doesn't have to go through probate if you pass? Do you want to avoid debt taxes? Do you want to have a plan in place that will reduce or remove the burden on your family if some something should happen to you. Learn more by joining me for a free live seminar at 1 p.m. on Tuesday, November 7th at the Ferndale Senior Center on Cherry Street. Come out, get your questions answered, and learn how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com or by calling 360-746-7169. That's 360-746-7169.
4: Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right, a will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you wanna learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, Then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
1: We are back for the final segment of the Aging Hour. We call it the Wrap-Up, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, if you have any kind of questions for Phil or uh, you want to make an appointment, free one-hour mm-hmm. consultation, Phil George, mm-hmm. uh, Elder Law Attorney and Counselor at Law, uh, you can email him radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can also call him 360-746-7169. And uh, my script here says yep. we have covered a lot of good items we today, have, have we fill <laughs> that's one more shiny nickel that you, take. yeah, that's nice. Right. Yeah, we, have, we, we talked about uh, yeah. first, first segment about a mom yeah. who has not done any planning, right. I think dad passed away, right not sure if right. they did probate
2: right yeah daughter was so the daughter was an only child mom has was she thought mom was starting to slip mom's starting to get forgetful mom had actually taken a couple of falls mm-hmm. daughter tried to approach mom to ask her about any kind of planning that mom had done and mom just really didn't want to talk about it yeah. and so uh we talked about the daughter having you know she has mom the right wants to stay in her home right mom yep. wants to stay in her home um and the daughter's worried about uh you know that mom didn't take uh, the estate through probate when dad passed so they think that uh, dad's name might still be on the home so mm-hmm. it's a whole big kettle of fish with this one and and what should the daughter do and the big thing i want to get across to the daughter is that it is entirely right for you to be asking these questions if you're the only child then you're going to be the one that's acting as kind of the the care provider the care manager if anything goes wrong with your mom you're going to be in the position of, of making decisions for her and trying to help her and your mom can either make that very easy for you, or she can make it very hard for you. Well, and
1: if, if you get mom's legal documents right. done, I think you suggested a trust, yeah, possibly. Absolutely. Well, mainly because dad might not have gone through probate. Right. And then if mom passes away and doesn't do this, right double probate.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And all the other legal things that mom should be doing too from powers of attorney. So you don't have to go through guardianships, uh, you know, to the different documents. So you can make sure you could access long-term care so that mom wouldn't end up uh, running out of money and all these kinds of things. Yeah. If you give yourself enough time and space, you can create an amazing plan. That's going to allow you to be successful and kind of keep your own life together too. talking to the daughter now. And, and again, your mom can make this as easy as possible on you, uh, uh, or if she, you know, she's going to make it real hard. Either way, it sounds like the daughter is going to be there for her. Uh, I hope the mom makes the right decision here, yeah. right? The mom yeah. really needs to to think about this. Do, am I doing this for my daughter? And if I am, I should be trying to make this as easy as possible.
1: We had an email question about the difference between traditional Medicare and uh, Medicare Advantage. Think you, can right. do, you think you can do the two-minute version of that? <laughs>
2: sure. Okay. So Medicare, tra- traditional Medicare, obviously. So Medicare, it covers health insurance. Uh, you have to to get on Medicare, you have to be 65 or have some other ailments. Um, You have two different types of Medicare. You have traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage. Traditional Medicare is the alphabet soup. It's the A, B, D. It's all the different parts, FNG and all that kind of stuff. And the traditional Medicare, the benefits for that are that uh, you don't have to get um, referrals to see specialists. You can see just about whatever doctor you want. Uh, They have more coverage. Um, So they are, are good for folks. Uh, the downside is they're a little bit more expensive than a Medicare Advantage would plan would be and they're a bit clunky, right? Mm-hmm. Because they've got all these different parts and you're paying these different people with prescriptions for Part D and all this different kind of stuff so they can be a little bit clunky. Medicare Advantage is like a nice sleek sports car, right? It drives mm-hmm. up everything's under one hood and, and you just pay one bill every month and you know the nice thing about Medicare Advantage for a lot of folks is it's cheaper. Yeah. You can have zero premium policies where you're not paying anything every month and if you're 65 and and healthy, that sounds like a bargain, right? Now I don't have to pay for anything. Problem becomes if you end up having uh, health issues in the future. Um, if you start out with Medicare Advantage, uh, you can't just go back to traditional Medicare unless yeah. you go through and you have the doctor's visits and you right. get cleared medically and all that kind of stuff. So you have to be very careful. Uh, a good way to go about looking at this is to sit down with somebody like uh, Marcia Neal at uh, Guided Solutions. Mm-hmm. Guided Solutions now, and and yeah, talk to her walk about you that. Through the minefield, Absolutely, that's really, and that's really it's what it much is. What it
1: is. Yeah. Uh, we also had an email about uh, a lady who uh, can't get her husband to go to her uh, doctor, uh, retired a few right. years ago, his yeah. doctor, who yep. he was comfortable with. Yeah. He doesn't want to go to a doctor anymore. Right. Uh, so yeah. she wants to know what she can do to kind of – do, get so him, the problem does get exacerbated
2: absolutely yeah. and so this is something that you see quite a bit especially men we just don't want to see doctors you don't want to see doctors because if you don't know about it uh then everything's fine and everything's okay mm-hmm. but she mentioned that uh, that his both of his parents had dementia and so her she's little
1: concerned that that, yeah, you know, that could happen her in the future, and without a doctor, she's got problems. Exactly.
3: Her husband
2: yeah. continuing to go and see a doctor and getting checked out and all that kind of stuff is important so you can catch these things early so that you can start effectively planning, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes, I and I know it's not easy getting a bad diagnosis, but sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. If you can get that bad diagnosis early enough, then you can affect a lot of change, not just medically, but but medically too right if you catch cancer very early or if you catch any of a lot of these diseases early enough you can cure a lot of them you can be just fine Uh, Mm -hmm. whereas if you wait too long then you horrible things can happen same thing with the rest of your planning whether it's your house because you want to make sure you can stay at home or or whether it's you know your finances so you can make sure that your family has enough to take care of you or or you know your legal documents so you can make everything as easy on your family as possible getting these kinds of plans in place and are incredibly important and you can do that. Um, but it's good to know, right? Mm-hmm. That that, that something is going to be coming down the pike, and so we talked about mom potentially, you know, getting the kids involved and talking to dad about it that way, and yeah. trying to use a little bit of family pressure, and maybe yeah, that'll do it. That's the first yeah. step. Uh,
1: these are subjects uh, you like to chat about with people yeah. uh, when you go out and yeah. uh, do these uh, do these events, and yeah. you know, uh, talk, you're you're out there with um, yeah, gosh, uh, churches, fraternal sure. orders. Things yeah, like
2: I that. do a lot of community conversations mm-hmm. where we we try to uh, go into these different communities. Uh, we give an educational talk about how to how to look at planning differently for retirement. Um, like I said in the beginning of this of this show today, you know, more than seventy percent of retirement plans fail, and that's an absolute shame because most of the time these plans they you know they don't have to they don't have to fail. People just don't think about them correctly. So if you want to put together a plan that's going to make sure that you don't become a burden on your family or you don't end up running out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs or death taxes, if you want to make sure that you don't get forced out of your home and into a nursing home, or if you want to make sure that, uh, yeah, that you just don't become that burden on your family, uh, the best way to do that is to educate yourself on how to look at planning a little bit differently, uh, how to approach planning differently. And so I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where uh, I do get invited to a lot of these different communities to come and have a conversation with the different people in them. And you're right, we've talked to hospitals around here we've talked to the police department, we've talked to a couple of different unions and fraternal orders and those types of things. And so if, if you have a, a group out there and you'd like to have a conversation about about how to educate them for you know to give them a different way of looking at retirement, uh, you can go to my website www.safeharborlegal.com You scroll down just a little bit and you'll come to a section that says uh, you can reach out to us for more info on on coming to your organization so I can have an educational talk with your folks. Mm-hmm. And you can fill out some information there, and I'd be happy to talk to you or, or work that out. Or you can just call me, 360-746-7169, and I'm happy to talk about your specific situation.
1: Once again, we have managed to take care of another hour lovingly, with, uh, Phil George here yes. on The Aging Hour.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Folks, I want to thank you for joining us, and don't forget to turn in, tune in every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m you know, you don't have to set up your family for failure in your retirement. We can show you how to set your family up for success.
1: Have a good week and we'll see you next weekend, okay? You too, buddy. That'll be on uh, the Aging Hour here on KGMI.